Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game because that's how we go from just survive, surviving, hello, to full on thriving because I always start this podcast thing out weird. That's what's up. Okay, so we are talking today about how to move through intense lingering feelings. Now, I'm very excited because I am going to be walking you through step by step an exercise that you can do. So, If you can, take notes. If you can't, come back and take notes. (laughs) Um, And if you can't, it's probably because you're driving a car or something. You know, those things. Um, Anyway, that is what we're going to be diving into today. But I do want to remind you that there is a new free tool available for you called the Simply Happy Shortcut. And it is basically a catalog where I give you the top episodes to listen to if you are dealing with bipolar, specifically, anxiety, specifically, depression, um, needing help with self-love, relationships, um, you know, X, Y, Z. There's there's multiple categories in there. So if, you know, we now have over 100 episodes on the podcast. So if you need some direction, you want some help on where to start or where some of the top episodes for each of those things are, I got you covered. Your girl's got you covered. So go to www.simplyolly.com slash tools and you can get for free the Simply Happy Shortcut. Boom, bam, baby. (sighs) Take a breath because I was really excited about that. (laughs) All right, let's dive into this episode. Now, the reason I wanted to bring this is because honestly, not too long ago, one of my incredible beat the bad students um, shared such an honest feeling with me. And I totally understand. I totally relate because even once you've beaten the bad or even, you know, whether you're in it or you're out of it, sometimes we get intense feelings that just kind of hang on. Uh, They still happen to me. And that's why this process is so valuable because like the exercise I'm going to walk you through is something I still use today. Okay. (laughs) And I haven't lived with the bad in quite some time. So she basically let me know that, you know, she knew she wanted to be a more positive person, but in the moment, like in that specific moment, she just wanted to feel like crap. And that felt really good. And it was almost like this guilt because she was like, I just want to feel like, I just want to feel awful. Like it feels good to just sit in my own, like, you know what I'm saying, those feelings. (laughs) And so I walked her through this process because I'm like, yeah, it's okay. You know, those feelings, those intense lingering feelings, especially ones that maybe keep coming up, you know, I am very much a person that is an advocate for controlling your thoughts, controlling your feelings, and not from a place of like, you're not allowed to feel, shove it down, deep, deep down, you know, like, that's not at all (laughs) Um, how I teach, you know, I, I, I really, really focus on controlling them in a way that, you know, expresses them in like, 
in like microbursts, if you will, to where you can shift the way you think. You can shift your emotions, you know, at like the drop of a hat because people drop in their hats all the time. <laughs> um, but sometimes, you know, and that's helpful and that's good. And it really does allow emotion to come out in a healthy way. Um, and that's very important to me because I do know what it feels like to have shoved that down, to bottle it up, to not talk about it or acknowledge it. And that's not healthy, right? But sometimes feelings get so big or they kind of compound over time, maybe without us even realizing it. And they need space to come up. They need space to come out in a big way and, in, like, and allowing them to do that does feel good. Like it does feel, not in the moment necessarily sometimes, you know, when you're in the midst of having a, a rage fest. <laughs> and the point of this exercise, right, to move through these intense, like lingering feelings is to let them come out in a controlled, healthy, and in a controlled and healthy way, but in a way that allows you to feel them have them come up, but then be able to come back from that. And that I think is what's so valuable. And not to make this like a side point, but I know that this is a struggle that a lot of people have with therapy. I just spoke to somebody um, on Instagram the other day who messaged me, um, who was dealing with uh, PTSD. And she was saying, you know, hey, I'm in therapy. And, you know, like we, she, like my therapist is having me relive relive these moments right these intense feelings come up but then she's kind of just left with them like the session's over and like she's like then I'm just in a horrible space and and so this is what's valuable is it's a way to feel the feels and then pull yourself out of that and bring yourself back up okay that's what's super duper important all right so let's go ahead and walk through this exercise. I'm not wasting any time today. We're doing it. We're doing it, doing it well. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so the exercise that I'm going to walk you through is a journaling exercise. But I also want you to know that you can... I'm going to take you through this journaling exercise. Um, you know what? The point that I'm about to say... Ooh, cliffhanger. I'm just going to save it until the end. <laughs> when I'm done explaining this process. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so it is a journaling exercise. Now I want you to take the word journaling with a grain of Himalayan salt. <laughs> so that's the kind of salt I use. Um, there are different modes of journaling. So don't feel like you got to whip out, you know, a cute notebook with a pen and do it that way. So some of the, the you know, you can literally... There are different modes of journaling. So you can, you can write it in a notebook. You can type it in your phone. You can like say a voice memo. You can type it up on a computer in a Word document. You could take a video. Like you can do whatever you need to do. The importance is just that you're not doing it mentally, that you are getting it outside of yourself in some way, shape or form. Okay, that's really the key thing here. And I do this is weird. I encourage that you do this exercise without anybody around you. So you could do this, like you could say this to a friend or something as a form of it. But when you're alone, 
and there's nobody watching you <laughs> and nobody's going to see it. Nobody's going to hear it. Nobody's nothing, right? You allow yourself to go unfiltered. And that's the key thing here. So just be mindful of that. You know, I would really try to intentionally make space, you know, like plan a time where you're going to do this journaling exercise and do it in whatever way journaling works for you. For me, I type faster than I write with my pen and paper. So your girl here does this exercise in a Word doc on a computer because I type like a fiend. Um, so I can actually keep up with my own brain when I'm typing. And that's why I encourage that you do it in whatever form actually feels kind of quickest to you. Because then you're going to feel like you're, you're able to kind of keep up and everything can just like, like come to the surface. Just like that. And you'll just hear it. It'll be like, Bleh. you're welcome. Okay, so... So the first step is <clears throat> you choose your, your mode of journaling, right? And then what you're going to do is in this space where no one is present, <laughs> where you're going to start with a non-judgmental release. And I do mean non-judgmental. Look, we're all here because we want to be positive. We want to be optimistic and grateful and loving and kind and all the things, positive, mm, 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 right? We want to be that person. But if you're feeling angry, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling resentful, if you're feeling frustrated, sometimes, you know, you need space to let that come out in a way that is completely unjudged. I, I don't know if that's a word. Unjudged. I'm making it up. So I will give you an example of this. I don't like cuss super often, this is a place I might do that if I felt the need to, if that's what was coming up for me. Um, I've also used like strong words like I hate this or I hate that or like this is the worst thing ever. Like, <laughs> Because what I want you to know is that whatever's just hanging out in your brain, you're allowing to come out. You're allowing to fully come out. You're not saying that this is true. You're not saying that this is who I am. This is what I believe. You're not playing that game in there. You're just letting it all spill out. Okay. So whatever your brain is thinking, just let it come out. And when you do this, it is going to bring up intense feelings. I have literally sat at my keyboard, like my laptop, my keyboard, like I'm playing piano. Um, I've sat at my computer and I have sobbed and like ugly cried and just been like, ah, ah, like, and like screamed while I was typing. Because when you're letting the words out, you're most likely going to be letting out the feelings too. And I encourage that if you can't, like you, you let that happen. Okay. So let it all out. Use whatever language comes up for you. Don't judge it. Just spell it out. It means nothing, right? It means nothing. Just let it out. Um, and then do that for a while. Like do that for, I mean, I can't give you an exact number here. The key is don't let that go on forever to where you've written a 200 page book and you're like dehydrated from like emoting so much. Okay. Key thing here. We are going to shift into something after this, but you know, you can set a timer if you want. You can give yourself a certain amount of time in order to do that if you feel like you're just going to keep going. Um, you can go until you feel that you've kind of gotten everything out that you need to get out. Or you can go until, 
you know, where you're like, I'm going to write just a full page, you know, I'm going to write a full page of all the things, or I'm going to write half a page. It's totally up to you. You get to decide this. Okay. Once you have let all of that non-judged, non-judged things, all of those, gosh, words, sentences, grammar, all of those non-judged things (laughs) out. Okay. That's when you're going to shift into gratitude you are going to find things to be grateful for. And it can be anything, but I encourage that you make it specific to what you're feeling, what you're experiencing, what's coming up for you. Where can you find gratitude in it? Where can you find gratitude if it deals with another person or an experience or yourself? You know, gratitude or even forgiveness or just those kinds of I mean, I'm going to stick with gratitude, honestly, because that's what I that's what I do. And that's what I encourage you to do. So just stick with gratitude and shift into that place and let yourself just be grateful and grateful and grateful and grateful and grateful for like a bunch of things. Okay, so what this does is it's going to be taking you from this really intense feeling. It's going to transition you right. The, The gratitude is the transition to where you it feels a little softer feels a little lighter. You feel a little better. Okay. You're going to get into that space. Now, I feel like that's where a lot of people might stop. And that's not where I stop. (laughs) That's not where I have my students stop. So what you do after that, after you've let yourself kind of, again, and you be the judge of that, you let yourself go for a paragraph, you let yourself go for half a page, three minutes, five minutes, until you can't think of any other things to be grateful for, right? Go as long as you need to. Then to wrap it up, you're going to shift into empowerment. This is where we take things up a notch and we leave you feeling empowered, ready to go, ready to take on life, feeling like on top of the world. And not just like you've let something out and then you're feeling a little better, but you're like, you almost feel, I don't want to just, I don't, this is strong, but like you almost feel healed from it. You're like, wow, I like, I did that. Like I went through that process. I feel so much better. And it like gets you in this like bigger energy. So what I mean by shifting into empowerment is allowing yourself to, you know, be like, okay, I hate this thing, blah, blah. I'm grateful for this, right? And then you go into, I believe this. I am this. I can do this, right? It's very like, I'm going to make this happen. This is what I'm going to do tomorrow. Like, blah, 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 blah. Like you, you then become your own cheerleader and you start to choose who you're going to be, how you're going to feel, what perspective you're going to have. This is where you take control of the situation, right? You feel the situation, you are grateful for the situation, and then you own the situation. That is the tier. Like that's like the three parts that happens. And that's where you get to leave feeling like, like Leo on the tip of the Titanic. You're like, I'm king of the world (laughs) or queen or whatever. I don't care. I love Titanic. (laughs) Fun fact. (laughs) Um, anyway, (laughs) you let yourself move through those things and you 
wrap it all up nicely with a bow. Now, am I, am I saying that you're never going to have to do this again? No, but you're going to feel a lot of peace and a lot of resolution from it. And that's what's really important about it. So the thing that I was going to say before that I'm saving until now, cliffhanger over, is that maybe you try this journaling exercise and it feels really good, right? Maybe you try it and you feel like there's still you still need to do more, okay? You can incorporate... The, the hard part is like if you, you can't really do the journaling necessarily and incorporate a physical element. So what I mean by that is like, I see, here's what I encourage you to do. Do the journaling exercise first. Do that. Do this like sit down process where you're like writing, emoting, like outing everything. Okay. And then if you still need to allow yourself to kind of physically go through this process. And the reason I say do the journaling first is because you've then kind of experienced a, uh, an awareness of it. Um, you you kind of, you know the process, you know what motions you're going to go through, and you're kind of prepared for it. So, so if you need to physically release something, if you are sad, you may need to like just curl up in a ball in your bed and just cry and cry. And maybe you say the things that you would have journaled out loud. I've done that. Yes, cry ball included. You can also, if you're angry, maybe you go in your room and you allow yourself to scream into a pillow, to punch the bed, to just like rage move. I don't know. I've also done that too. <laughs> I wouldn't talk about these things, you guys, if I have not done them. And I have. So the beautiful part is that when you go through it, you, you kind of bring this awareness to it. You release it. You let it out. You let it's it's energy. Emotion is energy. And sometimes like it can come out just in the form of thoughts, right? Releasing the thoughts, releasing the emotion in the sense of like, if you need to cry or whatever. And then sometimes, you know, you need your whole body involved and you can let it all out that way. But you have this awareness in it to where everything that's coming out of your mouth, everything that you're saying, you're like, I don't believe that to be true. I mean, I literally had a time where I was bawling my eyes out um, and I like I like ran to my bedroom, punched the bed a bunch of times, collapsed, collapsed, cried. And I was like, I'm a failure. Like I disappoint myself. I disappoint everyone. I'm a complete and total failure. And at the same time, I was like, I know that's not true, though. I know that's not true. I know that's just a story that I'm feeling right now. And I know it's not true. It was so aware. And so I'm telling you, like, you can have that. <laughs> and then once I did it, I did move into the like, I got calmer, the emotions kind of subsided. I got grateful. And then I got empowered. I got excited. And I was like, okay, well, here's what I'm going to do. Like I went into problem solving. I'm like, I'm not a failure. <laughs> I, I can, I make it through this. Like I got this. And I just started figuring out my next, you know, steps. And so you can do it journaling or you can do it the whole like physical embodiment kind of thing. And this is a tool that can truly help bridge the gap between the bad and being free of it. Because it's good to be able to control your emotions 
on day-to-day basis in in micro moments and little moments, right? And be able to shift that, navigate that, to do this on kind of like a, like a micro scale, if you will. Um, but it's also important to be able to let the big feelings out because they happen. They, they happen. Um, and this is also good too for, for simply just moving through big life events or even realizations. So like that one I was telling you where I was like, I'm a failure. It was just a big, it was a big realization. <laughs> it was a big life event for me personally. Um, and that's what's beautiful is it doesn't even have to be tied to the bad. It can just involve a, a transition or feeling something intense or heavy. Um, anything. That's why this is such a beautiful, beautiful exercise. And this is this is just one tool. I mean, that's what that's what I love about it is that it is just one tool. And, you know, the thing that I teach, especially in my program, Beat the Bad, but I kind of also, I'll, I'll walk you through understanding this in more depth in um, my free tool, BTB Basics, which is Beat the Bad Basics, um, which you can find at www.simplyolly.com slash tools. Um, but this is just one tool. And the whole like thing behind beating bipolar anxiety and depression, beating the bad from an empowered place is that you like, you you like set yourself up like your Batman, like you have a toolkit and you have all these different tools that you can, you can go to. It's not just one thing that fixes, you know, the whole, the whole shebang. It's, it's about having a a toolkit and this is just one. So I hope that this adds to your toolkit. I hope that this, this really helps you and just know that, you know, you can, you can do this. You've got this, you can move through any emotion and you can learn how to do it intentionally shift your shift yourself through it move through it so yeah i hope you enjoyed this episode if you dig it and you think somebody else would also really benefit from it like please you know if you can if you feel comfortable share it on social media if not you know tell people about it um let them know directly to listen to this episode listen to the podcast um it's a beautiful thing when people just support other people <laughs> with the things that they're learning. And also, if you haven't already, please leave your girl a review on iTunes, um, letting me know what you think of the podcast, how it's been helping you, all that good stuff, because I love hearing about your stories and just how it's changing your life. And it's all all amazing things. So yes, thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome. I'll keep saying Simply Ali, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye. Hey there, before we totally wrap things up, I want to check in with you, my friend. If you've been wanting to break free from struggling with bipolar, anxiety, and or depression, but the meds and therapy route just isn't feeling like your jam, you are not the only one. I felt the same way when I used to live with the bad. Meds made life foggy and therapy didn't offer me the clear steps to getting better that I so desperately craved. So I spent nearly 10 years figuring out how to break free from mental illness in a way that allowed me to feel in control, empowered, happy, and thriving. Now it's my mission in life to help more people do the same. That's exactly why I created my signature program, Beat the Bad. This is an eight-week program where I teach you the exact steps to conquer bipolar, anxiety, and depression. Look, these are tried and true practical steps that my students love because they are easy to use in everyday life. It's helped Shelby find freedom from depression through self-love. It's helped Allison build confidence and break free from years of struggling with anxiety and depression. 
Jessica now breezes through fear, and Ashley can make anxiety take a back seat while she pursues the things that she's always wanted to do. Jody even turned her entire life around in just eight months after dealing with the bad for 15 years and trying all of the things with no success. Seriously, this is the program I wish had existed when I was struggling so hard with bipolar anxiety and depression. So if you're determined to beat the bad, create the change you've been wanting for so long, and live a life where you're finally thriving, then I'm here to help you make it happen. Simply go to www.simplyali.com btb to learn more. You can find that link in the show notes, or you can send me a DM on Instagram at TheRealSimplyAli so that we can chat more about it. I can't wait to see you beat the bad.